0: I can make a sherat me lehole had sadikim, ha amtiim, shebidore no holes of the kima mitim shore nefakadoshemashaba aretema. Oh, we've had a benwakados, tadikis segimat simha. nach nachmanach and the woman who taught again a renovacoliska We start with Torah, reshlam and head, Torah two hundred thirty five. Da? No. Shemisha holer venechlak in a fell, that someone who's walking and then he slips and he falls then the entire world starts laughing at him. People around him start laughing at him. And then he gets embarrassed from this. The reason why this happens is because this person has blemished in the joy of Yom Tov, in the joy of the festivals. now Rabban is going to explain how and why this phenomenon um, is representative of the fact that you weren't happy on Yom Tov, that your Simcha wasn't complete on Yom Tov. Ki Yom Tov nikkha Regel. The festivals, the holidays, called a Regel. and it's also called Moed. Moed means festival. Yom Tov, and because he blemished in this, in the joy of the Yom Tov, in the joy of the festival, the holy day. Na'asim is a Regel Moed, he becomes a Regel Moed. What's a Regel Moed? Literally translated as a shaky leg. This is why his leg gives way and he falls. And the, world, the fact that the world begins laughing at him is, represents this idea of the fallen joy by the fact that this person blemished in the joy of the holiday. And this is why he gets embarrassed. Because we know the idol worship is called boshet, shame. As brought down in Hosea, chapter 9. And one who degrades the festivals and the holidays is as if he serves idols. This is why um, embarrassment um, befalls this person. Sometimes the fall serves as an atonement. And sometimes uh, this fall and this embarrassment that he gets from slipping isn't an atonement for the fact that he blemished in the joy of Yom Tov. Sometimes it's only a reminder so that he should return to God. So it depends. Um, sometimes the fall can be an atonement, sometimes it isn't. But Rabenu says that this is um, the fact that you slip and you fall, and the world laughs at you, and people laugh at you when you, once you slip, and you get embarrassed. Um, this is a reminder and, a t- and to teach you that you should um, increase your simcha on the, on the holidays one who serves as a rabbi and who who serves in a, as a, a, in a position of authority with uprightness, with, with simplicity and wholesomeness that is fitting and proper through this a person merits that he is able to ascend up to greatness at the end of his days to become great the whole and whatever is considered greatness in that generation, he will ascend up to that greatness. For example, the greatness in this generation, that the essential greatness and the honor is whenever a person is considered to be a famous tzaddik. So therefore, if a person serves as a proper rabbi in simplicity and wholesomeness, in uprightness, the person merits to Ascend up to the greatness of what people considered uh, in that generation, which Rabban was saying, in the generation which he was in, which he is in, it's considered to be a famous tzaddik. So, therefore, a person merits that he's able to accept Sofia Amab at the end of his days in Frosam Gadol to become a very famous tzaddik. Um Even though it's not so, even though the truth is that this person isn't a great pashut. he is in fact just a simple. Um, Upright person, but what do they do? They give him his reward before he leaves this world, and then afterwards, etc., etc., etc. So Rabban was saying that even though this person isn't necessarily a a great tzaddik, but because he served as a in this position of authority in in a whole, you know, in upright in upright way, in a straight way, in a simple way. Um, through this he merits greatness and uh, sometimes even though that greatness isn't who this person really is nonetheless Hashem is giving this person his reward before he leaves the world and then afterwards Rabbanu doesn't finish as it says and afterwards etc 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 very deep lesson may we have the merit to understand what this really means Torah 237 um the true essence of melody and musical instrument, it was Levi who brought into the world. The son of Yaakov Alino. As we saw also, um, in a few lessons past, as we saw in lesson 226, and that uh, brings this up from the Zohar, that the essence of true melody comes from the side of Levi. This is why Leah said, This time, Um, my husband will become attached to me. To become attached. Which means, uh, which is the name of Levi. This is why Levi was named after this idea that this time she wanted Yaakov to become attached to her. That now that uh, Levi was was born, that through him comes this aspect of melody and musical instrument to the world. Now it's certain that this time my husband will become attached to me. Because Rabenu explains, Rabenu teaches us that what? When you want to join two things together and combine two things, as Leah was praying to Hashem, and this is why she named um, Levi by Levi, because Levi comes from the word to become attached. That Levi is this idea of attaching two things together. That bringing two things together and joining two things together is through Nigun melody, and through musical instrument. Rabbanu says, understand this very well. Shimin Naganin And this is the aspect of Klezemer, musical instrument that a person plays at a wedding, that they play at a wedding. Rabbenu continues at Badan Teilim chapter one nineteen. Sahim princes have chased after me and persecuted me for no reason. rachash. This is an acronym for rachash. Take the first letters of Sarim, Re you have Shin, Resh, Chet, Rachash. This is what we call a fi. This is a quip Rabbanu made about himself. That he said this about himself. Um, that they were accustomed to give him a Rachash, f- that was due to the official rabbi. And one time we were all, and the we in this case is the students of Rabenu, that we were all standing um, before Rabenu at the time when there was a wedding in the city. And Rabenu said this idea that we just mentioned about princes that persecuted me for no reason. And he also brought the idea about the the musical instrument that one plays at the wedding, as we just saw in the lesson. So what's this idea? Uh, that Rabbanu began speaking at the time when the wedding was taking place in the city. He started speaking to his students about this idea about musical instruments that they played at a wedding. Because this is, was, was Rabbanu's holy way. Because Rabbanu's greatness was that the majority of times he would give a lesson about what was happening or what was being spoken about during that exact time. Everything was extremely practical. we will see in other places, we've seen Tzichot 149, Tzichot 151, Chaim 413, Yemim Oran, different places, etc, etc. And, um, um, so then what happened? As Azraben was speaking about this Inyan of the musical instruments that they play at a wedding. Um, the students began speaking and the people mentioned to him the rachash that was due to him. The people began mentioning to him the fee that was due to him because Rabban was the official Rav of the town. And then he began to answer and he said, It is certain that I deserve this fee. Princes have persecuted me for no reason. As we see that, um, Rabbanu is clearly hinting to this idea about the the persecution that he has to receive on all sides from everyone and that it's certain that he deserves this fee. Um, Rabbanu ties this, these two most awesome ideas together. Torah Geshla Mitkhet When two people are divided about some sort of subject, or they're arguing about some sort of thing, and a third person comes, even though this third person doesn't know anything about what they're talking about, anything about the idea they're arguing about, and we see that this third person comes and agrees with one person over, his other one, over the other one, he takes one person's side in the argument, explains that the one that he sides with is closer to this person's root than the other one, Meaning that this third person who's coming and um, siding with one of the two people arguing, Rabban was explaining that this um, third person who has no no idea about what they're talking about um, is closer to the soul of the person he's siding with. Because it is impossible that they should be identical in their relationship. Meaning that these two people are at the same relationship with this third person <inaudible> because no two people are equal <inaudible> so because two people are there's no two people that are equal in this world it is certain that one must be closer to the next so this third person who sides with one of these people we see that the person he sides with is closer to his to the root of his soul <inaudible> and Rabenu explains that this is why the third person comes and agrees with this other one whichever one he decides which, whichever one he sides with, it's because that he's actually closer to him, um, closer to his root, closer to his source. Yeah, they understand this very well. And the final Torah for today, Torah Resh LaMetet. explains that through strife and opposition, it becomes impossible to speak. For the essence of speech comes from peace. It says in chapter 122, I will now speak peace. So speech comes through peace. And this is Rabbanu explaining the sort of why a person, before he begins to pray, needs to accept, accept upon himself the mitzvah of loving his fellow Jew like himself. Loving his fellow like himself. Because through this, now that there's love and peace, now he's able to speak during prayer. But whenever there is no peace and there is strife and opposition, it is impossible to speak. Therefore, even if one person wants peace, and we see that other people are arguing and opposing him, we see that uh, peace isn't perfect. Why? Because there's other people arguing against him. The peace that is perfect is whenever both sides want peace. Therefore, it's impossible to speak and to pray. Even though this man is a man of peace, it's still impossible to pray. By the mere fact that they are opposing and causing strife. this is what David the Melech said. And he writes write in Tehilim, I am peace. Why did, did, did David the Melech write, I am peace? I am David the Melech is saying, I am a man of peace. And on my side, I'm at peace with everyone. And nonetheless, how can I speak? It finishes off in the verse. That's the full verse. How can I speak? They are for war. Meaning what? Even though I am for peace, and I advocate peace, peace, it is still nonetheless impossible for me to speak because of the wars and the strife that they are arguing against me, as we said above.. Um, and behold, all words come from, from, come from peace, as we said above. Therefore, one who is in the aspect of peace is able to know all the worlds, all the words, sorry, all the words and all the speech of the entire world. Just like God Himself, who is called peace. We know one of the names of Hashem is Shalom, peace. And this name of Hashem, of peace, means that God knows all the words and all the speech of the entire world. As it says in Amos, chapter 4, And God and He tells man what He has spoken. Because God knows all the speech of the entire world. He called the building by Imi Shalom Kana because all speech comes from peace, and peace is one of the names of Hashem. And this, the, this represents the letters of Shalom: Shin, Vav, Shalom, peace. Take this this uh, word; it's an acronym for the phrase "Umagid leAdam as we see in Amos chapter four. Look at the Chidush. "Umagid He tells man what he has spoken. He tells man his conversations. And add another idea all words and speech come from heat warmth and one who has extreme warmth lots, lots of warmth and heat speaks a lot and therefore one who's cold and doesn't have heat he's not able to speak because speech comes from from heat as it says in Te'ilim chapter 39, my heart grew hot within me. In my utterances, a fire rages. In my meditations, a fire burns. When I speak with my tongue. This is the flame of fire. That heat is the flame of fire. So, Rabbanu explains this idea of speech and heat. One who has more heat. Is inclined to speak more. One was coolness. Is inclined to speak less. And we see this idea about speech and peace. So, Bezrat Hashem, may we truly attain perfect peace, and uh, to truly be able to pray and to speak properly.